Hi, you are listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. And I'm your host, Abigail Gazda. You guys, I have Angel Marie Monticelli here, and we are here. You guys, I just want to start by welcoming you to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. You've already heard her name. She is the founder of the Shine On movement, and we are jumping in super fast with you today because we have got so much on the docket for today's podcast episode. I'm so excited to bring you a national best-selling author, highly sought after speaker, empowerment coach, Reiki master. She is just really up to so many things. She's done so many things and experienced so much already in life. And so Angel teaches others how to really energize their life with joy and confidence and energy. And it's, it's so inspiring. I got a chance to see her speak. And this woman can hardly sit still. She's literally bursting at the seams with energy. So I'm excited to bring you guys and have you guys all meet here on this podcast and get to absorb some of her energy. So a little bit about Angel is that she's opened up a center to really help people live healthier lives. So after years of consulting and running the center, she just herself became overrun by stress. And the routine doctor's visits and all of those things really led to some different diagnosis with lupus and arthritis. And she's been diagnosed with dyslexia and fibromyalgia. And you wouldn't know it by seeing her at all because of the amount of energy she has, but that's really intentional because she chose to live an empowered life. And so she is now mastering stress and teaches people how to master it themselves and alleviate pain and minimize symptoms by just really taking on their power. And it's just so inspiring. So I am so excited to bring you Angel. Angel, thank you for being with us today. It's so exciting to have you here. Thank you. I am excited to share with everyone. Yeah. And so tell us a little bit more about the Shine On movement because clearly you've been through some stuff and you've had some some challenges, some obstacles in your life that could hold you back from shining and you're still shining. So tell us a little bit about that. Absolutely. It's groups of people, organizations coming together because they believe in a global awareness. Mm-hmm. acceptance and open-mindedness and through that positive mindset which helps everyone remember that they matter that's mm-hmm. my big thing is that you really matter mm-hmm. and everyone does but that's it's the awareness and the byproduct of that when we get together and it can be one-on-one I go to the grocery store I meet someone I am that I live that that shine on movement mm-hmm or it's in groups, or it's wherever I go in an organization, or even when you saw me speak, it's about bringing people together and understanding that you shine from the inside out. Mm-hmm. And the byproduct of that is that they have meaning in their life. And we're all looking for that meaning, that why that gets us up in the morning. Mm-hmm. And it's that feeling of fulfillment that helps with the energy, the mm-hmm. confidence, and the joy. And that is what the movement's about. And my mission or my meaning Mm -hmm. is to have everyone understand that they can bring this energy out. And we're all energy. And that's all we are is energy. Yes. And how are you showing up? And like you like to say, the version, the the unleashing. And I used to say, 
how do you unleash it and bring it? I love your energy. I hope you guys are picking up on this. I'm, I feel like I'm staring at, because we're on a Zoom and it's it's visual, but you guys get the audio version. And I feel like I'm staring at a future version of myself. <laughs> you guys, you matter. If that's not the hearts unleashed, shine on message, all wrapped up in a cute little bow package, it's that's what's up, is it's really about bringing you from the inside out to the rest of the world and allowing that to flow and, and being that out there. And so this is just so beautiful to hear from someone who has actually had the obstacles that, you know, we can easily fall a victim to, right? How, how many times in your life have you been stopped by any of those diagnosis, lupus, or, you know, dyslexia? I mean, I know they're very different on the spectrum, but tell us a little bit of experience where maybe you felt blocked or maybe um, stifled by any of those challenges. And you've, what oh you've yes. I mean, the, the first one is, is at, in third grade, when the teacher at parent teacher conference said to my mom, you know, she's doing great. I'm sitting there. I'm all excited. You know, she's doing great. And then all of a sudden the teacher gets up, we're at the front door and the teacher says, Oh, by the way, Angel probably will never make it through high school, let alone go to college. Now I'm in third grade. I'm looking up at my mom and I'm like, What's my perception of it? Well, something's going on, but I don't know because I can see my mom's face is like, holy moly. But yet I'm looking at her and my mom turns around, takes me by the hand and says to me, don't you listen to her. You're special and gets me out of there. Mm-hmm. Well, because of her saying I'm special, because I had someone that supported me, that believed in me. And that's for everyone out there. If you don't have somebody Move on, get somebody that supports you and sees you for who you are because you really do matter. But you know what? I listened to my mom and it wasn't easy. No, there was so many times that I was in special classes. And of course, we always got everybody wanted to beat up on the, the stupid kids because that's what we were called, the stupid kids. Mm. But you know what? Nobody really messed with me. <laughs> they really didn't. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I was a good athlete, but yet... What I did was I listened to my mom and even when I come home crying and get beat up and the bullies and what was happening, it was, I come home and there it was, it's, I'm okay. Mm. I never thought about that. I wasn't because I knew I was special and that's what kept me going. Yeah. It's just out there for every single person. How special are you? Yeah. You have to find that. Yeah. Yeah, I really want to reiterate what you just said because I actually I want to just have the reader stop and consider how many of you have a similar story insinuated that you're not intelligent, insinuated that you're not going to make it, insinuated or getting literally beat up, bullied, name called, doubted, the list goes on and we could easily say they must be right. You know, and Angel, I love what you shared because so the teacher said she ain't gonna make it. Your mom for a moment had that had a reaction. You picked up on your mom's reaction. Now this is where it stops for a lot of people. 
your mom, you, you, you're blessed and we're going to go, we're going to move to that, but we're going to pause where your mom had her natural human reaction and said like, Oh, like, Oh shoot. Or Oh shit. Like, okay. And you picked up on that. Now we as little tykes will say, now I want every reader to consider the, the first moment you discovered, Ooh, something's wrong with me or something might be wrong with me or something's wrong here. That moment is pivotal. And the fact that you still tell it, like you had it, but your mom scooped you right up right away, which is awesome. But we all have a moment. And I'm asking you listeners to draw on when was that first moment that you said, hmm, something's wrong with me. And then what do you make it mean beyond that? So what Angel shared there is her mom shifted that right away. Nah, honey, you are special. You've got stuff to offer. You're amazing. And you can hear this. And the reason I want to like really highlight what you said, Angel, because it's so brilliant because there's too many beautiful, amazing humans that do matter who got stuck at the moment where they realized something's wrong with them or they were made to think something's wrong with them. So you guys, what is your moment and how is it stopping you? And how can you look at letting go of it in order to grow because you're hearing from a woman who has a business, has a book, has a movement, impacts literally thousands and still has that moment. But it doesn't, the life doesn't stop there. So go ahead, Angel, because I like share a little bit about what it took or like what it was like to move past that moment. Well, you know, even, even, even today there's triggers mm-hmm. because someone will say something and I'll be like, I'll write it down and they'll look at it and say, this is that spell like that. What is that? That, is, and that's a trigger. My whole body just goes, Whoa, I'm not good at it. And I just breathe into it and say, okay, why don't you help me spell it? There's a different way to look at it. Yeah. So even now you live with dyslexia. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. But it's also knowing that that doesn't make you smart or stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, doesn't it just, I don't want to spell anything. I don't want to write anything. <laughs> <laughs> so how do I, I think the original question was, how do I get through that? And how did I get through that? Yeah. It was a lot of tutors and a lot of asking for help. And that's the biggest thing. Don't ever stop asking for help. <sighs> and most women, I mean, I'm an empowerment coach. They come in they haven't asked for help from their husband, their boyfriend, from anyone. And it's like, why can't you ask for help? Mm. I never, ever. And even with you, I've asked, I, I went to you yeah. with that gratitude and said, you know, because ask for help. Yes, totally. And we're going to, we're going to get to the gratitude piece. Cause guys, she's on gratitude and we're all like, for those of you who are not, head over to Facebook later and go to Growing Gratitude and add us in because it's just a powerful, powerful place where we are building more greatness in the world. But Angel, back to what you said about don't stop asking for help. How amazing. Because with dyslexia, I can only imagine how many listeners we have who are hearing your exact struggle. I also want to bring in um, stuttering. Now, did you ever have you ever dealt with stuttering? Okay, great. So yes, I did. Share, go ahead, share, share a little bit. I didn't know that. I guessed, but this is the you didn't guess. You, you, you didn't guess. You, you have the energy of it because it goes uh, hand in hand usually with dyslexia. Yeah. And it was at the same time, uh-huh. right around third grade. I was, I was stuttering, and yeah. I hardly ever talked. My sister talked for me. Hmm. 
and I hardly ever, ever really talked. Mm -hmm. And then they recognized it. And then I went to speech, but that's mm -hmm. part, well, there's many different levels of dyslexia, but one of the parts is I'm, I don't always, I mess up words. Mm -hmm. Then I make a joke of it on stage or whatever. And it's funny. Yeah. However, that's how I, so yes, I stuttered and then I went through some training and then I've really worked on how I speak mm -hmm. like with speech coaches. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, it's really amazing. So guys, you're listening to a woman who has, has dealt with dyslexia, who has dealt with stuttering. Now I want to be really intentional about the language here. She has dealt with something. She isn't that thing. So it's not, I'm dyslexic or I'm a stutterer. It's something you deal with. So it, you take it out of your body, hold, imagine holding it in your hands and, and handling it. So she got coaching, she got training, she went to speech class, she was taught, and then, and it, it actually empowers you to hold it like a teddy bear as a, like, and play with it. And that, like she said, she can even joke, like, yeah, I'm not going to volunteer to write the things, or I don't want to be spelling up front of the class. So you can actually become playful with something that used to potentially cripple you, or intimidate, scare, disempower. So this is an invitation for everybody to take your struggle outside of your body, get it outside of you in whichever way you can start to practice and hold it in your hands. Yes. And even toss it out. I love that analogy. Like I say, I say kick it to the curb or punt it, whatever. Get rid, but so, of, it. Just get rid of it. Release it. What's your experience of that? Because clearly you've done it firsthand, what advice do you have for anyone who's really dealing with something that they have owned and they wear it like a cloak as opposed to holding it in their hand? I, I believe it's more, if, if it's, it is dealing with it. It's not owning it and saying, I have dyslexia. Mm -hmm. I am that. I mean, I have it. Yeah. You can tell you right. However, it does not cripple me, but yet what I do is, is after I'm in that trigger time, in that place, I call it the shine on shake yeah. because it really is about bringing your energy up and shaking it off. And, and yes, it's like a dance. I mean, if you could see me, I'm like, you move it through you because you are just a vibrational field yes. and it's in the field and it's from someone else or what you think you thought you knew, but it's not true. And now it's like, I don't want if you release it. So I just ask you to move around and shake around and get rid of it. And it's the big one is the breathing. Everybody, we know the conscious breath helps. Yes. And there's a shine on shake. And am I not mistaken? There's like a shine on song or a dance or something. Oh, yes. There's a sign on song that was written by a wonderful artist, Fizz Anthony out of Florida that wrote it for me. And I actually sing it because he taught me how to sing it in a day. Yeah. I, it feels kind of essential. Are you willing to sing it? Um, uh, <laughs> I could do, I'll do one verse. How's that? Go for it. Ready? Oh, here we go. <clears throat> With no music. You just want me to sing it. No, oh, yeah. this is funny. Okay, here we go. You got ambition, fire and soul. Look within your heart. Let your spirit flow. Ask for what you want. Show them what you got. Take it to the top. Don't you ever stop. Shine. Shine. Shine on. Raise your vibration. Shine. Shine. 
shine on. <laughs> yes, that is what's up. <laughs> okay, so we're going to need the link for that. We're going to send this to all the listeners because you guys, uh, if you listen to those words, yeah, it's just an invitation to be your best damn self. <laughs> yeah, every, all the words are specifically to the message of the Shine On movement. Heck yeah, that's beautiful. And so share a little bit with us, like Shine On, right? What are you doing with it? Where's it going? What What's the big vision? The big vision is to, if it's one-on-one that I go to the grocery store and get that person to understand that they matter, mm-hmm. that they're unique, that they to the awareness of the acceptance and the open-mindedness to everyone around, to the big to conferences or to um, to organizations, to groups that I speak at, to 200, to whatever it is that they that they understand that they matter, but yet that they really have a purpose. They have a meaning in their life, mm-hmm. and a lot of times it gives them that. So that's where it's going, and that's my 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 meaning and my why in the morning is to spread it to to spread it more mm-hmm. and more and as more as long as much as I love to partner with anyone that wants to bring more joy confidence and energy yeah yet really is is the awareness that you really matter yeah and we got to stop this judgment but yet that's where it's going and it's going to get bigger because I know I know I'm going to be on Ellen I know it Yes. Okay. Well, you heard it here first. (laughs) Well, maybe not. You may be talking about that already, but I heard it here first. That's awesome. And uh, so I want to reflect something because it it is so aligned with Hearts Unleashed. And I have no, you know, if I haven't said in this podcast yet, there are no coincidences, (laughs) no mistakes, everything, the fact that Angel and I got to meet and we're on the same path and with different, like we've named our missions differently. However, we are grant like, so what I wanted to reflect, sorry, was how much permission I hear in your mission. Like people having permission to be themselves and, and you're literally inviting them to be themselves. And I just, it resonates over here with me so much. It's so near and dear to my heart because that's, that's the, all I want for people is permission to be themselves and live out loud and, and just shine on. And so it's no coincidence that we've met up and you're now in growing gratitude. And I love to jump into that conversation about like, you know, what, what, how this is all aligned and what this, what's really happening out in the world and what you see possible. What I see possible is it's limitless once we really step into and understand. And if I can, um, about when I fat, when I met with you and then I went into your group mm-hmm. and I started reading I started reading about, and then about your gratitude. Every day you do the gratitude Post, yeah. So every day I'll like jump in there, share a little bit of growing gratitude. It's my own. So like, I kind of like to joke. It's my names, dates, and places, but it's our transformation 
because everyone can truly relate to that. Like from the heart, I may be sharing about my job or my relationship or my friends and family, but ultimately you have some flavor of that same thing, ingredient, you know? So it's really beautiful because I get so many messages on the back end, like, wow, what you shared really inspired me, or I made this huge move because of what you shared. And like, it inspired me to do this. And I really felt like when we met up, uh, just got getting a chance to chat, like that was the case. Like we, you were really resonating with the same shares. Absolutely. And it did really inspire me, but also it helped me to be vulnerable Mm. because there's a story that I've never told because it just, I never told it. Yeah. And when I started reading yours and you knew I was excited because I shared it right away on my lawn, I was like, you, uh, you, you guys, you gotta, you gotta go over here and read this. You've got to come into this group because this lady is just, I love the way you write because it's so, it connects you on a different level Mm. and it helped me. And then when I met with you, it just came out. The story just came out. Are you willing to share your story? I would love to. I, I really would love to. And, and, you know, just imagine this. You're getting ready to leave on a trip of a lifetime to Europe to get married to the love of your life. And you're filling out all of these invitations for this amazing reception your father is going to have for you. You're so excited. You're, you get on the ship in Paris. Oh, let me tell you, we went to Italy, Spain, and France, Paris. And we get on the ship. We're sailing. It's just a beautiful time. And it comes time to have this amazing ceremony where the captain is going to marry us right outside of Portofino, Italy. Can you just imagine the smell? I can still smell it. Oh, I'm so excited. Keep going. (laughs) And it's at the end of the trip. So of course, knowing me with how I am and how outgoing I am. We have a whole mess of people there, you know, and these, this is a beautiful ceremony. We made our own vows together. Um, we had a candle. We had a, just a beautiful ceremony together. We're on cloud nine, right? We're, we're on cloud nine. We come back to Phoenix, Arizona for this amazing um, reception that my father's going to have for me. And we, we get back in the town to all of my family, most of my family, and a lot of friends that are just appalled that I would send out invitations because I'm getting married to a woman. They were appalled. They were, they couldn't believe that I announced my love like that. There was no support. There was no safety in any of it. It was, it really shattered both of us. But when we went to that reception, There was no other family but my father. There was friends, there was some friends, but it was, it was one of the most hardest things. I mean, we we even got to go to Target and like, (laughs) like, you know, sign up and get presents and gifts. And it was so exciting. Mm -hmm. But yet there was a part of both of us that were hurting. Let's just call her Anne. I mean, Anne had to go back to work and she was gone for two weeks and she has a ring on her finger. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is in the eighties when Barack Hudson just came out with the AIDS. I mean, we were looked at as morally unacceptable mm-hmm. and her being a six foot one blonde, blue eyed woman, very feminine. 
was really tough on her. And when she went to, to work and they asked her and for her to have to live this double life, we ended up very soon after that breaking up. Now, she was the love of my life. I was shattered. But yet I left the house. I left. And for the next three months, I was on the floor at my father's with three jobs just trying to make it. Mm-hmm. To have that social pressure, to feel so morally unacceptable, feeling almost dirty, was, was one of the hardest things that I've ever had to encounter. And then knowing and really feeling that we'd be back together someday because I just adored her. I just knew we'd be back together. Getting a phone call after she had moved back to Colorado and she calls me and says, Hey, I'm so in love with you. I I can't believe this, that we did that. I did this. I want to be back together. And I said, absolutely come back here. I will be with you. Let's, let's see if we can make it. No, we, we need to go to counseling. We need to figure this out. Let's bring it back together. Within another week, because of some other social pressures that happened, she committed suicide. I was devastated. It, it showed me and it put me in a place. It, it put me in a place that I wanted to hide. I didn't feel safe anymore. I was angry. And even when I went back to work after the funeral and after I went, I was labeled as anger Monticelli. (laughs) And you know, I was, I was angry with society. I was angry of how mean people could be. And it, it took so much for me to be able to transform that to where I am today. And some of that was from Reiki, from positive thinking, yes. But what really happened was I started looking at society and I looked at them as there's a contract for everyone. And it's not my responsibility to judge them, to label them. And I'm, I'm going to be right here and be okay with who I am. And I just worked on me. And Reiki did help, and a lot of other modalities help, me coming from the inside out. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, breathe that one out. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Welcome to yeah. the Unleashed People. <laughs> so... Uh, first off, before we even move anywhere, I just simply want to acknowledge you. Thank you. I want to acknowledge your courage, your bravery, your willingness to shine on. And what I mean is move on because there's a list of 10 reasons in your life so far that we've even covered in this podcast that you could just stop and pout and be angry again and check out or just stay in all the things that people do and just hide, hide away. You've, you've shared that and like this, the social pressures and everything. I just want to acknowledge you for never stopping and never quitting on who you know yourself to be. And the fact that you are showing up here today, fully unleashed, fully. Yes. 
Yes, fully unleashed. Yes. And thank you for that and helping with that by what you're doing in your group. Yeah. However, one of the other things that happened was before I met with you a month before that, a nine-year-old killed himself because he was gay. Mm -hmm. And then I started looking and it was like, it is staggering, not just kids that are killing themselves because they don't feel like they fit in and they're not really stepping into the uniqueness of who they really are. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm brilliant. Mm -hmm. I have had six different um, corporations. I'm brilliant. Don't make me write anything, but I am brilliant. <laughs> yes. And I tell people that and it's, and I tell them you're, you're amazing. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. And it's just really, I mean, oh, it's so inspiring first off, because there's, I can like, I'm just, I'm just, my heart is here with you. And then just thinking about the listeners and them seeing, hearing you and hearing your example of what it's really like to just own yourself and love yourself and now be yourself and now share yourself. That is shine on. And I remember our, our conversation and how graceful you were with letting me reflect to you. Like shine on means being fully unleashed, like fully authentic. And this has been this thing here that you've like maybe gotten all the way up to certain barriers, but then pulled back a little bit or haven't shared completely. And now you get to live that fully unleashed life where like, look out now, like who is Angel Monticelli now? Cause it's just incredible. And, you know, I'm really interested in what this experience, you're, the experience you're having of yourself in this moment. There's so much relief almost and uh, feeling of acceptance and safe. Yeah. Very accepting. And the awareness of who I am. I mean, being a lesbian is just part of who I am. It, you know, I don't need to tell people that what I do. I mean, that's my business. However, it helps one person. Yeah. And then the, also the dyslexic. I don't own any of that. Yeah. And the lupus, eh, I don't own any of that. Who yeah. I am, I have the light. Yeah. yeah. And I am a huge, what is it? I'm a spiritual person <sighs> having a human experience. I love and really, that. That's exactly what it is. And, and if, if you're in my sphere or anywhere around, you're going to feel that energy that you matter and that you are awesome. Mm-hmm. And we do this thing. I, I meet with some, some ladies or not just ladies. Anyway, uh, it's a, it's a thing on Saturday that I do on meetup. And one of the things that I do is, is you say their name. So it'd be Abigail. You are amazing. And what you have to say is thank you. Yes, I am. Yes. Hardest thing for people to say, and then they have to say it back. You know, and it's easy. It's really interesting because people have it really easy. They go, Angel, you are so amazing. And they're so, because they really, and, and I'm like, yeah, thank you. Yes, I am. But most people, in fact, listeners right now, you are amazing. And you say, thank you. Yes, I am. Why not? Why yeah. not? Because you're not. Yes. I, 
love this point. It's one of my favorites because we, somewhere along the lines, we learned that it's like selfish or conceited or full of yourself or whatever. And I just hosted uh, a, a five day self love is not selfish challenge. Right. And so you, what you're sharing. So at the end of any of my calls with my clients, I will say, and what do you want to be acknowledged for? Or what would you love to be acknowledged for? And it makes them squirm. Like they cringe in the first couple calls. Cause they're like, Oh, I hate acknowledging myself or I hate being acknowledged. And it's like, uh, nope, we're going to start doing that. So listeners, tap into this because Angel is hitting it on the head. Being able to accept acknowledgement, accept a compliment. Thank you. Yes, I am. And <laughs> that's where Hearts Unleashed comes from. That's where Shine On comes from is accepting like I am freaking great. I am brilliant. I love that you use that one because if you are telling yourself you are stupid or um, incompetent or incapable, you are staying right about that and it is not serving your greater purpose. You are inherently good. You are brilliant. You are kind. You are caring and thoughtful and compassionate. Guys, I could go on about you. Because you're, you're a spirit, you're a spiritual being having a human experience. So this is amazing. Thank you, Angel. It's awesome. You're so welcome. And, you know, claim your greatness. I, I say that one all the time, too. We have so much synchronicity. Yes. Claim your greatness. And then they go, well, I don't know. Yes, you do really know what it is. When yes. you stop listening to society and listening to everyone, mm-hmm. you yeah. really And I really want to go back to that for a moment because what you shared was that society and that social pressure is what really caused a lot of breakdowns for yourself, for your relationship and for that, for your life together ongoing and all of that. So, and I have no doubt that every human, every one of us experiences some form of social pressure. So what do you have to say to our listeners to really encourage them on their path to break through the barrier of social pressure or social expectations? Well, this is kind of a little crazy one, but just don't watch the news. Yes. Just, oh, thank you. Don't, don't watch the news. Don't, don't really buy into that. I mean, and everything is, is there because it's, it has a contract to finish. So politics, all of that, it, it has its place put it in its place and live your life and make sure, I mean, this is the hugest one. I am only surrounded with people that accept me and love me. Mm-hmm. And that is, is there, if there is anything else that's in there, which just happened just the other day, really, they just, it was, they were so ugly and it was like, and I still said, you have a great day. And she just looked at me like, and she couldn't believe that I was being so nice and it just walked away and I did the shine on shake. I really did. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, no, you yeah. know, we sent her love because something else has got to happen. It really has nothing to do with me. And that's the biggest thing. Be self-centered. It's playing words, but it works. Self-centered. I am always centered with who I want to be and am. Mm-hmm. And there's always versions. Yes, we, we, we go through that, but it is, time to do the shine and shake and shift, 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 shift your mindset. Sometimes mm. that's like screaming, crying, writing. Oh, there's all kinds of things I do. There is. The shine girl doesn't always shine. It's 
It's <laughs> not always like that. Yeah. I have to forget it. But yeah. I choose it. This is so great. You are like, guys, you are getting so many gems here. Like you said something about that, that woman who was clearly, you know, not, you know, she was going through her own thing and you just continued, you insisted to continue to be love, send love and live in love. And it's really a challenge for a lot of us to see past someone's, like what you said, ugly, see past their means, see past the, any viciousness, because it actually really does have nothing to do with you. Absolutely. And a lot of you might even be at work and you have to deal with it for eight hours. Now I understand that that's, so you use the bathroom every hour on the hour, get in the bathroom, do your shine on shake, do the breathing and bring yourself back up. Yeah. 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 And it's, and then (laughs) something that I'm working on long-term with my podcasters is that if they have something in their heart to really follow it, because they don't know this yet, which I'm probably telling on myself is one of the episodes is going to be called your dream job is not out there. You create it. Right. So for anybody who's really struggling in their job and just waiting, thinking that that job is going to show up at their doorstep, like, "Mm -mm, sorry, honey, is like, you got to make that. You got to seek it, create it. And it's really going to come from you discovering who you know yourself to be. And you mentioned that being self centered, centered to who you want to be, who you know yourself to be, and really not allowing other people's opinions affect that, affect your knowing of who you are. And so, good or bad, really, because people will compliment us and it and that validation externally can, it's great, it's lovely, but you also have to have that internal self-love, that internal validation of who you know yourself to be. So this is so great because, so what's your number one tip for people discovering who they know themselves to be? The number one tip of how to how to, where to start. Everybody wants to know what to do about it. Like, what do you say? Well, it's, it's like, you know what you have to do and how to lose weight. Stop eating. <laughs> Go on and exercise. But it's not being, you're not being inspired to not put the food in your mouth yep. because you just don't care. So when, how are you going to find your meaning, your why? That's the biggest one. So, so find, so Take some time. Yes, you have to take time to get quiet, connect to who you want to be, but yet connect. And then they say, well, my mind doesn't shut up. And I'm like, well, get a piece of paper and start to write. And yeah, you'll start to cry. You'll start to bring up probably negative. This is called work. <laughs> this is called the you want to step into who you are. Yeah. Then it's coming down to the point of, and I just, I, I do this with my empowerment coaching clients is, Who are you? Write it down. Who are you? Write it down. Who are you? Write it down. What do you want in your life? Write it down. And you'll get stuck. You'll cry. You'll say, this isn't working. Stay with it. Stay with it because you really matter. And if you don't think you matter, you matter to me. And (laughs) that's what you matter to me. And I know you matter to Abigail. Yes. The thing is, is, is sit down and take time and, and, do you even write down in your daytime or that I'm that every day at three o'clock, usually I take 10 to 12 minutes. And that means even if I just lay on the ground, I'm going to do some reading because that brings me to, to the review of the day, but it helps me to continue. And who am I? How did I show up today? How was I? How was I? Yeah. Thank you so much. And what I really heard was no matter how you do it, 
you're being with yourself. Yes, so, absolutely. Yeah, I think that's awesome because you're you're so spot on. It's like it's not what you do, it's how you do it. So it's like be with you. Listen, Hearts Unleashed, I want to invite you into what Angel just invited us into is you have got to spend some time with yourself. And it is 2018. It is a noisy world. There are plenty of distractions. There are plenty of people speaking at you. Turn off the news, turn off the TV, turn off the phone and be in the silence. And you guys, when I work with a lot of clients or just people in general, we avoid the silence because then we start hearing our thoughts. But here's the thing. Beyond the thoughts, thoughts will rise up and float out, rise up, float out, rise up, float out, keep releasing them. There's a strategy that I use with clients. It's called drain the well, meaning let it go, let it go, let it go and keep letting it go. Because what starts to surface is the whispers of your heart. And your heart isn't always screaming at you. Now, one other way said is when some people who are, who work with God or universe, whatever your higher power is, they often say like the whispers of God or what God's saying to you or directing you. Now I like to tap into our heart. It's internal and it can rise up from you. So whichever serves you best, you've got to be silent in order to hear it. So first is eliminate the distractions then allow the silence and then begin to listen. And when you listen to that, the next invitation is honor what you hear. So listen, honor what you hear. And then obviously we're tuning right back into the Hearts Unleashed podcast, which is take inspired action. Don't just put what you hear on the side table and leave it be. It's time to start taking inspired action because that is you talking to you. That is your most deepest commitments beginning to gain some traction. So Angel, thanks for bringing that up because it's work that I do with people. And it doesn't matter how you do this if you are not being you. So we're going to start right there. You got to be you and then the rest will begin to unfold. What do you say about that, Angel? Yes, absolutely. And a lot of people go, but I don't know who I am. Well, then sit down and do what you just said. I mean, it, you have to do the work, but you can do it. And Abigail's here. I'm here. We're here to support you. You can do it because you are amazing. <laughs> Thank you. I am. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So I want to ask one more question. And I, I think we have a pretty good idea, but I love asking it a very special way. What does it look like? for Angel's heart to be unleashed. What does it look like? Me to be the unique, amazing Angel Marie that I am. Step into the light. Mm, beautiful. Yes. So light and really beaming, like sunshine, like radiant light is what I see. Now, I, like I already told you guys, I get to see her, but I can imagine you can hear that light just coming through your speakers. Now, Angel, what do you see as possible with everyone in this world living their heart unleashed and shining on? What I see is, is we are just vibrational beings. And once we step into understanding that we can bring it up together, there's no stopping us. That's what I see. Mm. I see limitless possibilities in the universe. 
no matter what you believe in, what you're doing, where you're at in the world, you absolutely can do this all by yourself by just raising your vibrational field because we're just energy and sending that out. Mm, Beautiful. Beautiful. I love it. And I want to thank you. Thank you so much for being here. And I'm going to acknowledge you, but first, where can we find you? Where can we start to follow the Shine On movement? AngelMarieShines.com. AngelMarieShines.com. I'm going to put all the links up. You're going to see all the places to follow. Can we follow you on Facebook? Are you on Instagram? Where are you at? I'm on Facebook and it's Angel Marie Speaks. There's also uh, lightworkersgifts.com, which is more of the energy. Mm-hmm. And then Instagram, yes. I'm real big on YouTube. I have a, a lot of YouTube videos and more to come. What's and your like, YouTube channel? I, I love videos more than I like to write. So uh, I hear you. And so what's your YouTube channel? It's Angel Marie Shines. Okay, great, great. So Hearts, I will link you all up to go watch her. She is a little ball of energy and I absolutely love her. And I've absolutely loved our conversation. I just want to thank you for bringing your fullest self to this conversation. And I just acknowledge your bravery, your courage, your transparency, your, your commitment to your cause. Like you are literally a walking, talking, dancing example of the work that you do. So thank you. Thank you. And thank you for bringing this out in me with your stuff on the gratitude. I mean, thank you. I appreciate you and all your listeners. And I'm glad that I got to touch everyone. (laughs) Beautiful. Yes. Now go touch her back. Go give her a high five. Go give her a listen. And yeah, if you see that angel can support you along your path, definitely be sure to reach out. She is an amazing, amazing trailblazer. And as you can tell, she's still trailblazing. So if she's someone who speaks to your heart, be sure to reach back out to her. Okay. And you guys, thank you for tuning in to the hearts unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. Today's hearts unleashed episode is brought to you by conscious ink, temporary tattoos. Of course, these are no ordinary tasks. And Conscious Ink is no ordinary tattoo company. In fact, they are not a temporary tattoo company at all. They're a conscious company that utilizes temporary tattoos, hats, and everything they can get their hands on to support people on their path. Conscious Ink Manifestation Temporary Tattoos consist of a dream list of positive words, inspiring quotes, healing affirmations, and empowering invitations. Even at the most basic level, These messages can have a profound effect by simply reminding us of our intentions as we go about our day. Every Conscious Ink Manifestation Tattoo has been thoughtfully designed specifically to convey the essence of the word, quote, or affirmation. I was personally excited to see they have a temporary tap that I permanently have on my ankle. This too shall pass. Another benefit of temporary tattoos is that they do pass. You can change them as often as you change your mood or as you shift from one intention to another. Conscious Ink tattoos are safe, non-toxic, and exceed the safety standards of the US, FDA, Canada, and the EU. Made in the USA, they contain no animal products or tests on animals. 
So be sure to grab your Conscious Ink tattoo that keeps you on your path and motivated to create a life you love. You have been listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. I hope that you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you take it into your life and take the next action on your dreams. For more information, check out heartsunleashed.com or find me on Facebook at Abigail Gazda and Instagale at Instagram to keep the adventure going.